Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Devs Like Us podcast show. How is everyone doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm making it. I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I had to change my shirt before I uh, before I uh, we started. I had I just put the shirt on. Two seconds later, baby boy drooled on it. Stained. It seemed like it's gonna take a while to leave. Didn't want y'all to think I had mustard on my shirt or nothing. So, uh, but other than that, rush, you know, last second change. I'm good. I'm good. How are you all? I mean. We, I, I guess, I guess, you know, managing and maintaining is best as possible. That's all right, say. It's been a rough week. <laughs> it's, it's been a short, rough week. It's too. only Tuesday, guys. <laughs> Don't tell them what day, day Before we get into today's topic, uh, I guess I can uh, give a few highlights. Um, so, the show, we drop episodes every Thursday. Also, if you're interested in signing up for our newsletter, uh, you can sign up at devslike.us. <laughs> then also, um, you can also follow us on your favorite uh, on your favorite podcast platform. And then also, if you're on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, get on YouTube and uh, go to our Devs Like Us channel and then subscribe like videos that you that the the content that you you're enjoying and also hit the bell. For, uh, so you can get notifications and stay up to date. Imposter syndrome. Oh, I'm an imposter. <laughs> That's how you want to do a segue. Like, oh, you don't want to watch our videos? <laughs> we'll teach you. But go ahead. <laughs> Clarence, you're going to get all the blooper reels. Here. Every last one. Of them. I'm going to leave some of them in there. <laughs> uh, but no, imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome, you know, um, when you're feeling like, uh, regardless of how successful you are, you know, you feel like you're not, you know, you're not reaching the bar. You're not, you're not doing what you're, um, what you're the title, whatever title you have, if you're a developer, software engineer, site reliability engineer, um, or regardless of what profession you are, you feel like you're really like, that's the title that they, that they're giving you, but you feel like you're not living up to it. Um, I'm interested to see what you guys have to say as far as, you know, when you're first, when you were first introduced to imposter syndrome, as far as like the actual name, like tagging the name to that feeling. I feel we all know that um, imposter syndrome for, for most for most of us is a normal uh, reaction or a normal feeling, you know, for us humble folks. <laughs> so, true, but true. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm interested, uh, if, if somebody wants to kick, kick it off, when's the first time you feel, felt as though you've, uh, you've, you felt like an imposter? I'll let Clarence start. Really? I was going to piggyback off what you had to say. Um, for me, I'll, I'll say like, I can't remember the specific time I felt that way, but like, I do remember, um, you know, before the episode i didn't know that it was an actual term to it but i did you know actually have that feeling a couple times and i think like one of the main times i guess uh i feel that it's like um a recent example uh was kind of like the last team that i was on we had you know we're following the agile process and people are giving user stories and uh as we're divvying them up you know i was giving some user stories and you know, I didn't know what they were. I didn't know how to, you know, implement them. And at that moment in time, I really felt like 
what am I going to do? You know, like, how, how am I going to get this done? You know, they gave us two weeks, but it's like, you know, it's going to take a day to kind of figure out. I mean, it definitely made me question myself because I, I just felt like, you know, at that given moment, it felt like, you know, my back was against the wall and, you know, there was no, like, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I was deep in the tunnel. Um, but that was kind of, like, the, the most recent time. But, I mean, I think other times it's just kind of like when people are at, when you're requested to kind of get stuff done or do a certain task, you know, it's, it's easily to kind of sneak up on you. Or, or even, like, when you're talking with your peers, I think you know, maybe, you know, listen to the kind of lingo that they use or how they talk about certain things or Mm -hmm. maybe things that they got going on, you know, in their day-to-day or even kind of like whatever they're doing, you know, outside of work. It definitely, I think that where it easily like sneaks up on you to a point where you're just like, am I doing enough? Or, you know, do I, do I feel like I'm, I'm able to do, you know, X, Y, and Z, uh, just, I mean, I I think the big question mark just pops up, you know. <laughs> your whole life gets questioned in the blink of your eye. You, you don't know what to do sometimes. <laughs> right. See, for me, the impo- imposter syndrome really hit hard for me when I started higher education. So when I was an undergrad in college. In high school, I really didn't feel it. School was school. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm here to, to learn, you know, get good, good grades. Um, but I really didn't feel like an imposter there, but it's really like when people start, when you started working towards that title. So, um, in undergrad, I didn't really start feeling that until I guess starting, uh, for summer internships. And when we did, uh, like a research experience for undergrads, uh, like during research. So that's when I started to feel it where it was like, man, all these people know so much <laughs> and I'm like, I'm this year and I'm still seem like I'm, um, I don't know as much. And then, so you in college. I, you really start to feel that separation of people who were in computer science in high school and middle school or did um, similar uh, technical topics uh, before college and then those who were like freshly um, introduced to it um, in college. So that's when I first uh, got introduced to it. And then even like after I finished um, multiple internships and we were uh, doing senior project, we, me and JB actually, and uh, we actually developed this whole social network and uh, deployed it and everything. And I still felt it like, huh, well, all we did was look up how to do it and then, and then do it. And I still, <laughs> I still like felt that um, imposter syndrome feeling. And then that's when, you know, I started to hear more about it. And then when I heard the definition for it, I'm like, oh, that's what I have. It's like, you're not just being humble or, or aware of the things you don't know, but it's like that's like there's a whole study and behind it and it's normal. And with things like computer science this is or uh, software development or any technical field um, or any like lifelong career study, like it's a lifelong study. Things are always changing. There's so much for you to know. And the worst thing you could do, um, in my opinion, is is just compare yourself to others. And that's really, for me, where it comes from. Um, growing up, yeah, growing up, I'm always used to, you know, doing sports. You're used to, like, learning how to compete. And competition is good, but it's also, there's a line where you cross it and it gets unhealthy. So, um, yeah, there's some people who their parents were software developers and, like, they've just grown up with that all their life. And they tend to know a lot more stuff. And so you don't look... look you don't do that and look at yourself and get down on yourself. You look at it as an opportunity to, to learn from others. Once you kind of get over like 
the oh I'm embarrassed to ask this question or oh I'm embarrassed that I don't know this. Um, don't get me wrong, there are certain situations where you probably just don't want to, <laughs> to just let write it down know and you know you go back know. to your desk and look it up. Right. Sure. Enjoy. I got a long notebook for stuff. Right. <laughs> enjoy that. Enjoy that. Hey, I don't know this. Let's explore. Let's learn. So, um, I think when you get that attitude, it does become extremely, extremely. Uh, uh, it comes becomes like a healthier process than because um, you're not going to get rid of it. I'm. Yeah. I, we have countless degrees. We've done great things. Everyone comes and says, "Oh, you did great on this. Oh, you did great on that." Still feel it. Still feel it yeah, to the like sure. to this day. You just have to know, like, know what it is, and that, and then. And the, and the thing is, it, it does highlight, hey, you don't know this. It does highlight that. And that's okay. And that's you okay. You can just use that as motivation to learn it. And, you know, you don't have to exactly become an expert on it. But as long as you know what it is and what the, in the general sense of how it works, then you're fine. Because if that's not your space, that's just not your space. Right. And so for me, um, I've had pretty similar things where, like, even in my job, um, I've done things where it's like um, someone comes to me and is like, hey, um, I have this file. It's really huge. Um, I need to be able to, you know, see the data. It's like, all right, all right, I'll write a script for it. And then they'll come back like a couple weeks later. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this script was really great. It's like, it was just a script, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like it's just a script. But for them, it really helped enable their job. And so having those moments or moments where, like you said earlier, where you're just in a room with people and conversation is being had and someone brings up something that you just don't know about or that you haven't delved into. And so now you're feeling like, dang, why, why didn't I you know, get into this topic? And I've had to come to the thought process of, wait, you know stuff like I work in a certain space. And so I know about the stuff that's in my space, whereas that person knows about the stuff that's in their space. And yes, it, it's good to, you know, know the, um, like the quick blurbs about what that particular space is, but knowing, having that in-depth knowledge, you don't really have to be that person. Um, like if I'm a Java developer and you're a C++ developer, knowing and understanding what C++ is, you're good. But for for me, since I'm a Java developer, I don't really have to go and learn C++ if it's not a part of my job description if I don't want to. And so just understanding that that's, that's the line that I need to draw. And when I have those moments, just bringing myself back to it, just like, you're fine. Just if it's something you need to look up, just look it up. And we're just going to go on from this, um, which I feel comes with the maturity of uh, your development as you go through your career and things. So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely definitely a great point, JB. And I guess another thing to piggyback off that is uh, to um, always like to look up quotes or see other um, people who we look at as like great in their um, in their lane and in their craft. Um, how they how they deal with imposter syndrome and the fact that they also have imposter syndrome as well. So um, this is a quote I like to read first. So. I have written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now I have run a game on everybody, and they're going to find me out. So that's by Maya Angelou's, right? So we think of, like, she's one of the greatest writers, like, mm-hmm. of all time, one of the greatest speakers, like, like just, uh, 
like she always has a way with words and the fact that she's still writing about that she's not saying it directly but that's it like that in and in, as a whole is an imposter syndrome right so if my angelou is like if she if she's struggling with that like i'm gonna have this for life <laughs> right true true that's right true. i'm gonna have this for life and so the next topic i would like to get into is you all have identified been able to identify early on um you know in your careers or in your life that you know that you that you deal with this um can you elaborate a little bit more on how do you make it uh a good thing instead of like a negative thing. I think we kind of highlighted a little bit of that, but does anybody else have like additional points on how is that? Um, how do you make it a, a, a positive? Um, for me, um, as I stated, when Clarence was talking, you, um, you kind of use it as motivation to push you in certain spaces. So, um, like you, like you, Terrence said that um, you know when you grow up in sports, you grow up in a competitive space, and so um, not saying me competing against the person who has such and such credential or such and such knowledge, more of me competing against myself and expanding my knowledge at that point, uh, because if I'm interested in it, then I might as well go ahead and learn it. You know what I mean? Um, now that also you have to figure out where that line is of how deep you go into learning uh, said thing. Um, or um, just kind of using it as motivation to get uh, the things done that you're working on. So like Clarence, when you were talking about, um, you know, getting all those tickets and you're just like, oh snap, I gotta like, I gotta do all these things. And cause I've had that plenty of times where it's like, I get a project and they tell me in the broadest sense of what this project is. And it's like, all right, cool. That sounds nice. And then you go sit down by yourself and you're starting to plan out and you're just like, dang, this is like super involved. Like, what do I do? Like, don't, am, I, am I even qualified for this? JB, don't you love it when they say, oh, this would just be a quick, a quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. It'll, quick it'll take a like, day. It'll take a couple hold hours. On, hold on, hold on. We all have different <laughs> levels of experience. Don't be putting your your weight on, on my ticket. Exactly. Let me wait for the ticket. How I yeah. wait. If I'm like new to the space, it's just like, you're quick, my quick, not the same. Um, you were yeah. the one developer that started this application. Now we have 10 others, but you started this. So <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how you do X, Y, and Z. And so, um, you need to have a topic on that as well. Uh, yeah, we definitely about, should. Like, yeah. uh, you know how you, in your boot camps or in, or in school, you, you create the application and like it's yours and it's just like maybe with two or three files or no. No, what are you going to do when you get that that big project yeah and that, like that, been around that for years. 30 40 file project and it's just yeah, like yeah times four yeah it's like so i need you to go in there find this particular thing that's only like a couple of lines of code i need you to tweak it to you know do this other thing it's like well which file is it oh we don't know uh, that's that's yeah. when you find out and the, the worst thing is when the person that built it retired or died <laughs> oh, oh, <Morbid>. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I've oh, had I've had I've had that happen, and it's just like, what? <laughs> you know, like rest in peace. But geez, can I call you? <laughs> Jesus, <I'm> the <laughs> he a blooper real king this episode. <laughs> blooper real king. All right, so uh, back into it, Clarence. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, 
I forgot where I was. I think um, you had wrapped up, Jay. Or did you wrap up? No, you, well, I wasn't you, yet. You were you were explaining oh, how uh, you uh, so did the coat. Like yeah. when you um when you're going through the planning phase and you know you're sitting down, you kind of take that time to really hone yourself back in. It's like, all right, let's um we've seen what the grand picture is supposed to be. So now let's break this down into parts and you know, um break it down into little chunks so that we can get this thing done and get it out and get it rolling. Um, which um, was really good because I've been reading a book about, you know, doing that now because... Oh, please share if you don't mind. Oh! Um, <laughs> since, you, since you said... Um, it's a book this called The One Thing. Hold on, JB. This is a moment. This is our first book we're recommending. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, to say it for the listeners as well. For the podcast folks. Yes. Uh, it's called The One Thing. Um, and it's by Gary Keller with uh, Jay Papasan. And so in the book, it's basically telling you how you should, you know, focus on one particular thing that's important. Because when we're trying to multitask, you know, nothing really gets done. Um, like in a completed state, it's more of, all right, you spent a little time here, you spent a little time there. Whereas if you say, all right, what's the most important thing for, let's say, this application to to run? All right, look, well, let's start with that piece first. And then you kind of just do the one thing for um, as you go, because that's going to that's pretty much starting your snowball effect um, and get the wheels turning. What you got? So I can tell my scrum master I only need one ticket at a time. <laughs> I don't think it works. That no, way. that's not how that works. Um, <laughs> Maybe one a day. Um, going to have a nice little chat with you about, um, so we don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like if but, I read that book, it's going to come from my whole life. I feel, I, I feel you preaching and talking to me right now. It's Receive it. Receive so it. <laughs> it. It is preaching to my life, but it's preaching to my life in more of my life in general as opposed to just programming because with what I mean. programming I, I can generally like bring myself back, back down and say alright let's focus alright what's the things that we need but when it comes to the general sense of you being in an office and you have emails phone calls you know people stopping by your desk while you also have you know this paper that you have to write while also writing your programs and it's like you're trying to do all these things at one different at one time and slack notifications yeah, those two, uh, all of those Slack notifications. Uh, but, you know, just having the, um, just taking the time to say, all right, for this this period of time, I'm going to focus on my emails. And for this particular period of time, I'm going to focus on, you know, writing X amount of code or, you know, getting um, this particular function done before I do anything else. Uh, because when you're constantly switching from one thing to another, your brain is actually having to, you know, make that context switch. And sometimes it takes a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, it takes a while. You're like, like, sure. Yeah. So, like, if you're in the office and you're, like, in the groove and you're programming and things, and then somebody comes in and says something to you, you're just like, um, okay. And you have that conversation with them, and then you get back to your desk, and you're just like, what the heck what was, was I, I just doing? doing? Yeah. I love those days when it's like... 
five hours go by and it felt like 20 minutes. And you're like, oh, I was in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody comes to get you out of it. You're just like, dang it. I don't even feel like getting back into it no more now. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That was good, JB. I, um, now you got me a little, you know, I'm a little sad I wasn't the first one to uh, bring out a book on the show. So if I do ebooks, so should I share my screen when I want to share a book? Nope. <laughs> you better print out the better do a printout of the uh, of the book cover and just sit there with the piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the physical books, so it feels like ah, it feels like knowledge, you know. True. Yeah, yeah I got a whole library of books that uh some been touched, some haven't, but they're there. Ready. I've moved two or three times and I'm like, yeah, these books is yeah. Unless I absolutely have to get it. Makes sense. Yeah, just, that was good. I just like the feel of the book. Yeah, no, I get it. It took me a while to get used to reading, um, reading the digital books. It's still, I still feel like I read slightly slower. Uh, but yeah, so all right, so we we've covered a lot for imposter syndrome. How um, we've all been around some extremely, 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 extremely Ooh. smart people. Man. Like oh, okay. really smart people, and um, we probably around we were, we were probably around some smart people in high school. But I feel like now we're in a professional world. Like you probably you guys have been in it long enough to where you've been around some folks where after a conversation it was like, "Woo, what just happened?" <laughs> like, so how do you feel? How have you all um, like when you're in the meet like the technical meetings with folks like that? You don't you're you're not understanding something. How often do you have a ratio? How often you like stop? Let me get this clarification. Like, how do you guys deal with those scenarios? Do you guys understand like the scenario I'm talking about when you're in yeah. like that technical meeting and this person is like the subject matter expert of like all subject matters, <laughs> and it seems yeah. like he hits yeah. on everything. I don't know if you all like. I've been around. I've had the great opportunity to be around a number of these people, mm-hmm. and. You know, regardless of how much you study or know, you just won't be like them, and it's okay. Hey, it's 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 okay. It doesn't mean you're not you're not good at what you do. There's some things that they, that you're still like your employer probably needs you for that they that they just don't do. But what they do, they do well. <laughs> like they're true, on, true. right. Um, so how do you all deal with like working with people like that? And imposter syndrome is starting to to creep heavy on on, on your back. So I think, so I have, I have a few friends that are like that. And uh, one guy that I talk to a lot, uh, it's so funny. He, he's like, you know, I'm pretty sure all this is going over your head, but I'm glad you're there to listen. Oh, he hit you. <laughs> he's like, he, he said, I'm glad. I just need you the to listen. The fact that someone just openly <laughs> says that, like, I'm sure this ain't, this ain't it for you. But it's literally using you to build up his ego, right? I feel like. Yeah, I mean, like. maybe, but I think, I think, I see, I used to think of it that way, but then I, I feel like now, the more I listen, I think it's more so of a, a knowledge share and kind a of knowledge like a, share or a knowledge yeah. transfer. <laughs> I mean, or knowledge, knowledge. I think the attempt is knowledge transfer, but it's mostly a knowledge share. You know, it just depends on what it is. But I mean, I think like I've been around, I feel like I've seen that a lot. Uh, and you know, kind of to talk about what I know, I don't want to backtrack, but I know you mentioned uh, uh, earlier about how you know when you got to college and you didn't feel it there. 
I think that's where that initially started for me, where like my background wasn't computers, but seeing kids who came from schools that did programming prior to undergrad, you know, they were already talking about a lot of stuff I wasn't aware about. And so like, you know, it's hard to, I guess like it, the earlier you kind of experience it, I would say like the better, but then like, you know, it's one of those things that you kind of transition from the point of feeling like, okay, I don't know what's going on to a point where you get into like the professional stance and like you leave a meeting and everybody in the room is thinking the same thing. Like, what the heck was they just talking about? <laughs> you know, so then, you know, you don't feel as bad, but then you're just like, I hope that wasn't so valuable that like, you know, we really missed out and we really missed, you know, the point. But, um, you know, one thing I've learned around being people like that is that some people really have a hard time reading their audience. I think that's one of the, the bigger things is that, you know, they don't know who they're talking to. They're assuming that everybody, you know, that they talk with, um, you know, understands how, you know, what they're talking about and how they're. Uh... Please tune in to episode two, soft skills two. Yeah. Episode two, soft skills. I'll try to put it on the screen yeah. now. Yeah. I'll show you how to read all your cues when you're in the meeting. All, all those nonverbal cues. <laughs> 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 oh god! <laughs> so you were just Clarence you just left the meeting. The plugs you just left the meeting, and you, <laughs> so Clarence, you just left the meeting, and uh, you realized everyone was just as lost as you. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, dang, I totally lost it there. But I mean, that's oh, one of the just left is. the meeting. You just left the meeting. Uh, <laughs> you were lost, like you're walking out. You walk you're out, walking out. Found out. You found out everybody else was lost, just like you, except for the person that led the meeting. And Go. they didn't read the room well. They didn't. And read. They gave way too much information. Soft plug. I mean, one Go. of the one of the so one of the resolutions that has come from that is easily, you know, stopping the person and kind of asking them to further <laughs> explain what what they were talking about. Because I mean, you know, some people, some people. Again, this goes back probably to definitely soft skills, but. There's going to be some people who are intimidated to even attempt that, you know, to even go talk with them. So you got to find somebody to kind of say, can you break this down for me? And the person, the, ty- and the the personality that we're talking about, when they get flowing, they don't like being interrupted when they're going. The fact that you're going to stop them, I least do a little whole little skit on how you, how you pull that off. That's <laughs> funny. JB knows the type of people I'm talking about. <laughs> no, you're going to cut I, them off in <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about because we had I, – I knew this guy. And when he started, it was like a plane taking off. And you're like, you don't want him to auto – you don't want to have to have to pull that plug and say, you got to land that plane, brother, because he was – he was called tear everything all the pieces uh, trying to do uh, that. Hold your questions until the end. Yeah. <laughs> that plane fuel is expensive. <laughs> JB, yeah. what you said earlier, it takes a little while to get back and focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I think I think, you know, the more you experience it, the more you learn how to definitely, you know, react to it Uh, again. Imposter syndrome, I think, is one thing that you mature and you, you know, you definitely grow from. And every different interaction you come along with, you know, feeling it, you learn kind of how to deal with it in different ways. Um, But, yeah, I I guess another story that I have is uh, a guy that I knew 
you know, one. So this is funny. No, <laughs> no. So this is this is funny. This is a good example. No, this is no, this is a good is example. You, JB? No, 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 no. Saying, is, no. Is it me? Oh. <laughs> so one one person that I knew uh, in one of my long time experiences is that. Uh, so this guy would come. So you know, like when people talk about like water cooler talk or maybe like coffee talk, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and every morning he that person would come in and share, you know, some cool thing that they learned, you know, like the night before. So you know, of course, when you're sitting there listening, you're like, well, I went home and watched the basketball game. You know, <laughs> like I, I wish I had studied. You know, like if I knew that this is what I was supposed to do, but. Uh, what what was later kind of found out was that the person was like going through and skimming about information that they you know like they had read. Oh, don't you love it when they hit a subject that you know more than them? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, that's actually you're like, that is wrong. <laughs> and that just proved my point. They're trying to use you to build up their ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, or that's that's one of the key things I think you learn to how to deal with it because you as you as you hear it and as you feel it, I think you get easier to kind of pick up on it. And kind of like what JB said earlier, you know, you realize that you have a certain skill set, you have a certain knowledge base, and I mean, like you don't get intimidated when they talk to you about it. I mean, sure, you might be puzzled and whatever the heck that they're saying, but you know, you take that as kind of like a chance to jot it down. And maybe go look it back up if you're really interested or if it really applies to something that you're doing. Because I know that's, that's another thing. If it doesn't apply to what's going on, you know, I'm like, cool, glad that you told me that. But, you know, I am I have no interest in it. So, you know, yeah. I don't get any, you know, I don't feel anything from it. Um, yeah, no, I'll go ahead, JB. I will say for me, um, dealing with the people who just have like a vast amount of knowledge, um, so I've, I've encountered quite a few of those people and it, it's different for every person depending on how their soft skills work out. Um, but, um, <laughs> plug episode two, um, <laughs> but, um, so like I've had the ones where like Clarence was saying, and they're doing a presentation and they're just in the room and they're just flowing and, um, there's been moments where I'll look across the room at like another teammate and it's just like, you know what's going on? I don't know what's going on. And then there's other times where um like if you let the person continue on for a little bit, you can kind of even if you don't know in the deep dive sense, you can kind of get that high level view of what they're talking about. And it's like, all right, I got the high level and that's all I really need because if it's not in the space that I'm in. And it's just like, all right, I I don't need to know the deep dive stuff that you have going on. Um, and then for others, it's very useful when it's it's a topic that you're not very comfortable with, but they know like quite a bit about it because it's just like, yeah, so, you know, um, like for me, I've done little to no work in the Docker space. And so there's a guy at work and be like, yeah, so... Um, you know, you need to just do this, 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 and this. And it's just like, oh, okay. Um, and so it's like, you've already laid out, you know, all the things I need to do. And so for me, it's like, all right, let me go ahead and write that down and, you know, go ahead and do it. And while I'm doing it, of course, look up what is actually being done so that I can understand it and reuse it for later on in life. But yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good example as well. That's definitely a good example. I think so, one thing to add. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Clarence. You got it. Uh, I was going to say just one more thing to add is that I feel like a lot of times, you know, when you talk about kind of like the person building their ego, you know, some people really have a hard time explaining things. And, you know, yes. in a lot of cases, some, I know I remember in school, you know, we would hear some of that stuff and you're just like, how does it relate? But, you know, finding some simple, you know, for math, for instance, you know, you find like a simple everyday use kind of item that you could kind of use as an example. You know, you hear that and it's like everybody's like, oh, well, why didn't you know, how come the other person didn't kind of put it in in that terms? And I know, you know, everybody hopes that, you know, you're educated to some certain level. But in some cases, you need like those day to day, you know, real examples kind of, to you know, really get an understanding of uh, what somebody was trying to say. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And I would my in my like summary of advice to anyone out there that's uh, like in the technical space or any space in general and they're struggling with imposter syndrome. I would not for once sit here and tell you that, hey, when you know, when you're in a situation, just oh, just feel free. Just don't care. And just (laughs) Please don't ask the questions like I like I do understand everyone understands. Well, for the most part, we all have a, a general understanding of the dynamics in uh, educational space or in. I think it's a actually I think you I think you shouldn't care as much in the educational space unless it's like the professor or the teacher has been hitting on the topic like a lot. That's the only sure. reason where you should maybe say, OK, maybe I just need to spend some additional time or get a tutor. But like in the office space, we definitely do know like you are expected to know uh, certain things, right? And so um, all I can say is try to have, um, you always want to have a mentor if possible, like either within your uh, within your actual employer or somebody that's in the same field as you. They don't have to necessarily be uh, with the same, um, at the same organization that you work with, but it's good to have a mentor. But then just, you should really have to learn how to, it's really a soft skill, like fill out, feel out how much room you have like first of all whenever you can show up early and 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 put in like really really good hard work people don't um um people do uh really like enjoy somebody that's willing to to volunteer and 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 to work hard so do those things that you can do to build up leverage to where your boss and your manager is saying oh that such and such is really working hard, put really put in effort. And I think we all know, like, you know, when you're building up leverage to where, hey, if you don't know something, you can be in a comfort zone where saying, hey, I'm in a safe space. It's OK for me to ask something or it's OK for me to to, you know, to have that feeling. And once you're in that comfortable space, like it, it it's it's like a weight off your shoulder, <laughs> off your shoulders, because I've I remember that first internship I, I, you know, I had while I was still in school and I was like what are they talking about? Like you knew <laughs> like a percentage, but as you go on in your career, you know, um, you having to go back and search a term um, or search something it should, it should, as you grow in your career, few and far between. Is that, okay. did I say that right? All right, we'll take that. <laughs> um, yeah. You but, shouldn't have to do it as much. And so yeah. um, starting out, don't give like, don't let imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome, keep you from continuing down the path of the goals that you want to do. If you want to be a software developer, continue to do that regardless of mm-hmm. how imposter syndrome is making you feel. 
Imposter syndrome is a pro- is a problem for me or anyone that I'm um, mentoring or anyone that I care about or just anyone like any good person that's in the field. It's a, it becomes a problem for me if that's keeping you from your goals. Do not let imposter syndrome keep you from your goals. Like if my if you take anything from this, don't let that feeling be something that says, "Hey, I'm gonna go and do something where I don't feel I don't feel this." Don't do that because you had a goal and you started this for a reason. You want to be able to build. This uh, this application or this type of platform or do this uh, sort of algorithm, do it. And you know you're not going to be able to do it from day one, but take those steps to do it. And there will be a day where you just sit back and say, hey, I just did that. And guess what? You're still going to have imposter syndrome. True. <laughs> True. But it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Because I used to have people, like, when people give you compliments or things you've done, you'd be like, oh, you'll say, you'll, you'll, you'll write it off and say, oh, that's not that much. It's just this, this, and this. But when you first started out, no, it wasn't just not that much. It was a it, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Only reason it's not a big deal is because you've done it a number a certain number of times, right? So, yeah. um, in my advice, tackle as many hands-on projects as you can, and then like you're going to continue to learn. And guess what? You're never going to know everything ever. See, that was going to be one of my questions for you. So I got I got a question for you, right? <laughs> so you meant you brought up a good point earlier, and so we all have been an athlete at some point of. of of time in our, in our lives or whatnot. And so like, you know, when you think about um, being an athlete, you know, when you play a certain sport, you know, you practice, you practice, you practice. And, you know, over time you get better at that shot. Maybe you get better at, you know, your, uh, how you pitch or how you hit in baseball, you know, that kind of thing, you know, along those lines. But like, you know, when you feel imposter syndrome in like the tech world, you know, I think you mentioned it earlier, it hits a point where you feel like overwhelmed because some people really, you know, um, uh, uh, I guess discuss so much information, you know, where it feels like, you know, even if you jot down a few notes to go back and, you know, kind of study, you know, you, you write down one word, you look up that one word and then like a hundred things related to that, you know, kind of pop up. So like, how do you, how do you, find I wouldn't say you don't I know you definitely don't limit yourself but how do you find like that uh uh how do you find like that barrier so that you don't over exert yourself trying to you know m- you know learn all of this stuff just because you know you feel you know uh imposter syndrome okay and I'm gonna follow that I'm gonna answer your question with a question <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. What's one thing that you are extremely good at that you have done since you were uh, since since you were in high school or before high school? One thing. That's tough. That's a hard question because I do a lot. Grace. Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. Is it cutting grass? I would say cutting grass. Or JB, do you have one? Anybody can answer this question for me. That's a tough one because I know I'm a I'm a athletic. Oh yeah, JB, yeah you play basketball. Well, okay, so what's JB? You play basketball, so, mm-hmm. uh, so when you first started playing basketball, the <laughs> only reason why you don't even remember how hard basketball was when you first started, I, I'm assuming. How like do you remember how hard basketball mm-hmm. was in comparison to when you were in the height of your basketball skill talent? Do you remember how hard Vaguely, it was? Vaguely, but not. You not don't. Really. 
Yeah. And the and the only reason you made it to being as great as you were at the height of your skill level, right? Whenever that was, I don't know if maybe you never reached it yet. Maybe it's still coming on its way. Yeah, it's still, but, it's still on the yeah. way. The only <laughs> reason why you were able, the only reason why you were able to stay on that journey was because you were having fun. Even when you weren't good, you were having fun. At some point in time, you might not have had fun in certain drills, but you had, like, overall, you had fun. You enjoyed the chemistry with your teammates or you enjoyed something to keep you on that path. So when you're feeling this imposter syndrome, you, there's I'm not saying it's all going to be fun, but enjoy, enjoy this ride. This is... Like this career is not a microwave process. You're, you're. This is not. Are you sure you're not a motivational speaker? I am a motivational. I'm really motivated right now. I feel it. I'm about to go. I was flowing. I'm about to go learn a couple things right now. Like I was trying to hit you. Right. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate. I appreciate. Hit it one time. But um. Oh, I couldn't hear what, what you said. I said hit it one time. We need it. Go it. ahead. No, it's not, it doesn't count. You got to do it. Go ahead. How can I do it for myself? You just, hey, we, 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 we approved that. We approved okay. it. Hit it. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, this is not a microwave. This, you don't microwave this process, right? So hmm. this is going to, this is a slow cook, man. This is, you don't get these skills over time. Anyone that seems like they're like a genius and they might be a genius, they still read books every day. They just was, they were reading books while you were outside playing tag. So they still put in the time. There's no one in on earth that just knows this information like they put in the time they might have started putting in the time on that specific field earlier but they put in the time mm -hmm. okay and i'm not saying that other people can put in the same amount of time and that some still may put in the same amount of time and might not be as far as others but they still put in the time and and my advice is to first of all understand that this is not a microwave process enjoy the ride it's going it's it's a long it's a long ride and just enjoy the process. The way JB was able to get through all that stuff is she found a way to have fun. And if you were doing suicides and y'all are still some probably but still found a way you still mm -hmm. have fun some and somehow. So it's it is a lot of your thought process. When I don't know anything, I used to get really like I used to get upset, like, oh, I should know this, but no, enjoy the process. Go learn it. Oh, go learn that and go learn two other things. Enjoy it. The the way your thought process and your mindset is what's going to help you survive in my opinion the syndrome this is i don't know if there's like professional advice on imposter syndrome but in my opinion that's how i have it's for me it's been how i approach learning things in, um in, in 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 my career that was that was good solid advice from the aspiring psychologist not psychologist <laughs> just about the fact of you know um enjoying the process of being uh of learning in general, because no matter how old you get, you're still learning stuff. There are grandparents that are learning how to text right now, grandparents that are doing TikToks. Uh, so no matter how old you get, you're gonna, you're still gonna be learning. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bad time so, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, like you, you want to make sure that you're still liking it because if you don't, if it's not something that you like anymore then you've pretty much lost your drive for doing it. And, and why you so, don't like it. Yeah. Because and, if you don't like it because it got hard, then maybe... Maybe you need to figure out, find another way of figuring out what you're trying to do. Um, because, like, like, 
I'll say, for instance, me with machine learning. Like, ooh, um, I'm still in the beginning phases right now. And when I tried, like, the fire hose type of um, start, it was like, the heck is this? And why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through this? I'm, I'm already a good developer. Like, why do I need to know machine learning? Like, you know, trying to give myself all these outs for learning it. And now that it's a part of my project, it's like, okay, we really got to learn it now. Um, and so now I'm taking more of a um, class-oriented type of approach where it's, you know, you start small and you just do a gradual buildup because, number one, that's a lot easier. And two, you can find fun ways to do things as you're learning and building those um, those little skills that go along with it. And so, yeah. JB, are you going to give us a a, nope. a a playlist of machine learning videos? <laughs> oh yeah, you know I'm. Just, That's you great content. Look at this one. <laughs> no, I'm talking about that you're going to make for the channel. Hmm? We'll talk I, off, yeah, offline. Yeah, that'd be an offline. Yeah, that'd be an offline. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. You're not gonna commit to nothing, you know. Machine learning playlist. So I guess so. Another question though. So this is what I really want. I'm trying to see if I could get. I know you you, you put a lot oh, of did gems I not answer out. your question? No, yeah, you you, 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 much you, put a, you put a lot of gems out, but I, I'm still you know when you think about imposter syndrome, you know I think this is a reality of like so you know let's just say you're enjoying the process, you're learning a lot, but like you still hit that wall of like, you know, I don't know enough. I, I haven't learned enough or, you know, you're like you just, that wall. I know I, I, I get that. Get, <laughs> I get that. I get that. But I guess you like, you know, find you, some rope, <laughs> you find somebody that helps you get over that wall. Or get around. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. Sam. Nah, I, I think, I think that's, that's my that's answers a, are good enough. No, that was no. I, I I think you had a really good answer the first time. I just said that you, I know. I guess like I'm just you know piggybacking on the, the reality of you know imposter syndrome where you just feel like you know you've enjoyed it. You feel like you learn enough. You know you feel like you you know you you really uh, have improved. Um, you know and such. But like you know you hit that wall harder the second time. Now what? <laughs> Um, Can you be a little bit more concrete? So, uh, <laughs> I mean, the wall is concrete. concrete. You know, Clarence no. has been on this whole morbid theme. First, he started off with a coworker dying, and now you got to use their code. They weren't a coworker, and but no. <laughs> now we got we're running into walls. But um, nah, I, I, think, wall. I think I but think no, I just um, want to make sure. So, oh, I will say, um, like I said earlier, um, you kind of have to figure out how far you want to go on a particular topic. So if it's, if you feel imposter syndrome because there's a topic that, you know, such and such knows and they went over your head during that conversation. Now you're like, wait, I gotta, I gotta learn this information. And then you go and do your study work and you're like, all right, feel like I'm at a pretty good spot. And then you have another conversation with them and it just, it's like, all right, all right, I get it. And then it just, goes over your head that at that point is a conversation that you have to have with yourself of do I need to continue down this space like is it important to me and my career at this point for me to continue to learn that uh particular topic if the answer is no then you let it go is that your answer to Clarence's question 
Yeah. Okay, let's submit it and see if he takes it. Submit it. <laughs> <laughs> see if he takes that. All right. Let's hear what he says. You got anything else to add, uh, That's it? I mean, I was going to say if, if the answer was yes, then, you know, you you just continue on learning. And I, I really, it. I really... I really did like that answer. I think that was definitely that was definitely the answer that I was looking for. Only only reason why I asked it the second time was just because, like you know, you got to be real when you think of imposter syndrome. Is that you're gonna hit it multiple times, and you go hit you go. It's gonna be it's gonna it might be deeper the first. It might be deeper, you know, the next time. I, I said I liked your answer. It wasn't that I didn't like your answer. I would just say, let's be real. I didn't say I didn't like your answer. I just said that I just wanted to be real with the listeners and let them know that, like, well, if you, you want know, to be real with the listeners, what's the wall? It's concrete. Wall. It's concrete. <laughs> nah, I mean, well, I mean, the real wall is that, like, you go, like JB said, you're gonna meet other, you're gonna meet other people. You're gonna come across other people. You're gonna experience it in multiple different ways. Where there's gonna be something that somebody discusses that you might not know anything about. You know, as you move forward in your career, as you move on. At, I mean, even it doesn't have to be in your career. Normal day to day stuff. You meet the random guy. You know. At Home Depot, and he tells you all the stuff about something that you're working on. You're like, "Whoo!" Guess I didn't YouTube no that syndrome there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hit that all the time. But no. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. I'll take that L. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was an L. You had just, a win. It was just Clarence being difficult. That's all. That's all. Yeah. I'm like, what is he talking about? He said, and another wall. <laughs> and another one. And another one. <laughs> nah, I was saying, you know, we... like, yeah, <laughs> but there's another wall. <laughs> I just wanted to challenge it a little bit. You know, I thought it was really good. And I'm like, so what does this wall do? You're like, is it a real, is it a thing? Is it a person? <laughs> nah, I, I just... But no, I, I get what you're saying as far as, you know, um, making sure that people actually have that conversation with themselves about, you know, how deep do you need to go? Um, yeah, because our field is broad. I mean, yes. you, you okay, go look Clarence. up one thing. Okay, Clarence, when do you give up on the wall? <laughs> When, when do you, you get, when does the person say that okay this is too much this is too much when the do they say are, not this I, is too much this too much that's, I think I think it, it I can relate my answer to what JB said and that's just nope don't know, be nope no don't be trying to think about it I think I this think you really have you really, you really, there's three people on this episode for a reason. I want yours. I feel like you're coming yours, for me. Yours alone. <laughs> you, you made it seem like I was like, Terrence, your answer was all fine and dandy, but that wasn't it, brother. I mean, that's exactly what it sounded like. That's exactly no. what happened. No. Really what that no. sounded Bridget, like. No. Bridget. No. <laughs> so, Clarence, this is exactly how it went. It was like, so you know, you you had a, quite a few gems in there. It was real good. Shade, but shade, um, shade. <laughs> so, what if you hit another wall? You know, you didn't like, that was, he said, "Cause that was cool and all. That's cute. And all, but, uh, this is real. People are really dealing with this. 
He said, people really deal with this parent that you're not trying to help. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm taking notes from what you said, but didn't quite get on what I Yeah, he, he caused me to have imposter syndrome. You know, I felt intimidated by his answer, so I needed it to be brung down to earth. <laughs> not only was I doing video edits, I was preparing for this show, and I told y'all, don't be surprised. <laughs> when you dropped the gems. I get you with the fact that I was preparing, because everyone... Um, just a little background on the scenes. Everyone thought I was not prepared for this topic, and I was. You deserve a bill. <laughs> <laughs> now you do it, Terrence. Now you do it. You do it, Terrence. No, you do it. Your bell sound like it had a stutter to it. <laughs> it got caught. But <laughs> the car wouldn't start. <laughs> no, but oh, man. All right, so let's reel it in, though. So do any of y'all have, like, your main takeaways for the audience that, like, if we, we said a lot, so some people might have taken some things, others might have take, taken some other nuggets from, from what we've been saying. But what, from each of you, like, what's the biggest takeaway that you want to make sure folks remember um, within imposter syndrome and uh, how they can deal with it or the negative effects, pros or cons. What's the biggest takeaway from um, what, that you want them uh, to have? Um, going back to your Maya Angelou story um, and about how she still felt that she, um, you know, she still had that moment of imposter syndrome. The, the moments won't stop coming, but how you handle them should get better as you go along. Um, and so you you should always learn from the last time that you saw this particular, um, we'll call it the little green monster or whatever, because um, it's stealing your confidence. <laughs> um, but- um, You talking about because, the wall? <laughs> yeah, that's that on wall. <laughs> but, um, All right, it's last time, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's go coming ahead. back up again, don't worry. Um, <laughs> But just, you know, recognizing that when you have that moment, it's like, okay, I've had this before. I know, you know, how I handled it last time. What can I do better from last time to this time? Um, because it it helps as you go along. And, um, and so, yeah, just making sure that you recognize those moments and keep your, keep your cool in those moments and just, you know, work your way through it in a planned out fashion. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I like that, JB. I like that. All right, okay. Clarence, what do you want to leave the people with? What's their biggest takeaways they, that you want them to have? Other than the wall. So, for me, uh, the biggest takeaway is that, you know, I feel like imposter syndrome, it, it never really goes away. But what one thing that, you know, you should always remember is that, as JB said, is that, you know, as you get more familiar with kind of seeing it, you just learn how do you handle it. Um, and that's pretty much in all aspects of however, it, you know, however form that it, it shows up. And just to remember that, you know, just because you might not know said topic that somebody is talking to you about, you might also give them uh, imposter syndrome in return for something that you know that they had no clue about. So, you know, from that, you just, you know, continue to build your confidence uh, be a, a avid lifelong learner. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Uh, be sure to just, you know, try to stay up to date and just, you know, do your very best, you know, in, in everything that you do. Just give it your best foot forward, really. 
I like that. I like that, Clarence. Thanks. So, so TP, what you got? Yeah. So for me, it's just reiterating what I stated earlier. Um, if this is something, um, I always say, you know, when you approach, uh, when you have that feeling, um, always look back at, hey, why did I start this? What was the end goal that I wanted? And um, find a way to enjoy the process um, while, while you get into that. And just know that this is this is a slow cook. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Um, celebrate the small wins. Yeah. You if Small if wins you, matter. Right. So um, if we're talking code, like if you didn't get the whole the whole uh, you didn't get the end, um, the end product to work. But, hey, you got one function working. Celebrate. It's a, it's a great thing. Hey, enjoy that and, and continue to build and, and continue to push forward um, because you started out for a reason and never forget uh, the reason why you started uh, started it out. And like we said, for the JB analogy with basketball, enjoy the ride. You have to enjoy this. You, you really do have to enjoy this. Um, others looking in will look like, hey, well, they're doing like all this magic. Remove that magic. Magic is only magic when you don't understand it. Remove that and and learn how these things work and enjoy the process. Um, so that so that's my um I like that part. That's I like that. That's my yeah. part of once. Nice. So you all, it's been a great episode. We're going yes. we, we we're getting close to an hour, over an hour, depending on how many edits I have to cut. So or we or we have to cut. So this is exciting. Any we uh what we got going on this week? Rest, sleep, nothing. Is this, is this part of the video? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll do. <laughs> right. You want me to do my outro? You want me to do the outro, or does somebody else yep. want to do the outro today? Um, want to do the outro? Uh, All outro? right, got it. Clarence, uh, I got it. All right, go oh, ahead. Oh, JB got it. Go for it. JB about to do the outro. <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> <laughs> Clarence, you got to do the outro next. All right, go ahead. Yeah. I got you. All right, guys, thanks for, you know, sitting here with us. Wow. Change your voice, James. That's why I'm laughing. you change your voice. Yeah, you definitely sat up in your chair and was like, let me be proper. That was like, let me get my telephone voice on. All right, all right, you got it, Jimmy. Sorry. Now I got to get myself back together. Don't do that voice again. Don't mess up everybody. Um. All right, guys, thanks for, you know, spending this time with us talking about imposter syndrome. I hope that, you know, all the knowledge that we talked about here uh, helps you guys throughout, you know, your life, career and everything. Um, Just join us next time for our next episode and we'll see you then. Every Thursday. (laughs) 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 (laughs)